This is Financially Tuned with Rob Burnett from Outlook Financial Center. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rob provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Rob Burnett to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome to today's episode of Financially Tuned. I'm Rob Burnett from the Outlook Financial Center. And with me in the studio today is that guy that keeps me on track or at least makes a mighty effort to trying my friend and co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Rob. I hope you're doing well today because I'm fired up for today's show and I'm doing good. Awesome. So what's going on in your world, dude? Well, uh, I've just uh, been working on my own taxes. Well, uh, with, with a trusted CPA, uh, who happens to be my mother. Is that a, is that a good or bad thing to have my my mom do my taxes? Well, if she's a CPA, that's good. If she's your mom, I know you're not going to lie to your mom. So that means your taxes are probably in great shape. Yeah, they are. And she's really good about, she works hard to make sure we're getting every possible deduction and, and break and tax credit that we possibly can and are eligible for. So, and, yeah, and, and she's very trustworthy. I would trust her. She's as honest as the day is long. So that's good, right? It's it's terrific, and and I'm really glad that you're using uh, a professional to do your taxes because I'm just picturing you doing your taxes. <laughs> no, no, that wouldn't work too well. Uh, it's an ugly picture. Yeah, I'd be like, well, he can just round up. <laughs> uh, that's probably that's not the way it works. So well, pretty much, <laughs> that's why I have people like you in my life, and of course, my own mom. Uh, who is a CPA and does my taxes every year. So it does for my wife and I, and we're both very appreciative. We pay her. Um, you know, she's offered to do it for free before, but no, we pay her because she does a great job and she puts a lot of work into it. Uh, and, and I'm sure she appreciates that as well. Yeah. And it, awesome. And, and it beats these, uh, you know, it beats do it using some software or some, you know, just H&R Block temporary office or something. I, I think it's good to work with a professional. And that's where you come in, because I know you help people with their taxes. And you're looking at the big picture, though. You're looking at not just last year, but you're also looking ahead, right? That's right. And, and that's really one of the things that we're going to spend some time talking about today is the ability to look ahead and not just look at, well, you know, how much do I owe or how much do I get back the uh, answer is much, much larger than that. So we're going to spend some time doing that. But like I said, it is tax season. Yes, it is. It is, it is that time of the year. Um, I haven't had uh, Lori or Amber throw anything at me yet, but I'm sure that day's coming. <laughs> it gets a little intense, doesn't it, with you around tax time? Well, it does. And that's just because it's, it's there's, and particularly this year, um, with all the new tax law changes, just to, and that's what we're going to talk about in the show today, just some of the confusion when different reform uh, act uh, changes take place. Uh, do, do they sunset? Uh, when do they become effective? This was written by Congress. So it was written by a bunch of lawyers and <laughs> reads that way. 
And if you read the 2,232-page omnibus spending bill, which has some tax corrections and fixes in it, if you successfully read that and retained your sanity, I am impressed. I have a copy of it. Oh, you do? I do have a copy of it. I've read through pertinent sections of it when we talk about taxes. But some of the things that they have in there will just leave your your jaw just drop wide open. Some of the things that are in there, like you can't use any of this money to investigate any members of the FBI without prior permission. Yeah, well, there's a clause like that, and I just I just read that said really. <laughs> anyway, yeah, fun stuff. So, like I said, what we're going to focus on today is really talking about some of the changes in the new tax laws. I know a lot of people have already filed their their income taxes this year. A lot of my clients have. Uh, and there are going to be some that are going to wait till the, the very bitter end, the very last minute. I have those every year. In fact, one of my guys who's actually been my last tax return every year for the last four years actually uploaded his documents yesterday. That's fully three weeks earlier than normal. So I'm really impressed. Wow. Yeah, that that is impressive. I guess he's tired of me hammering on yeah. he's the last one every year. <laughs> In fact, last year he called me and said, am I the last one again this year? Yes, you are. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Rob. But I know you, you work you work, you work work so hard for him anyway. I know you probably give him we a do. hard time, though. Yeah. Oh, ab- oh, absolutely. He's a great guy. So so now is really the time as you, you've got your taxes done or you've got them turned into your uh, – uh, CPA or your professional tax preparer, whomever. But now is really the time to go look at, well, how is this change going to impact me next year? What's going to be different? So if you think about it, this tax bill only passed on December 22nd last year. And so, and it's already had some tweaks. There were some, this uh, latest omnibus bill made some technical corrections uh, to the bill, which is very common that happens. So what we want to do is just dive into the whole tax reform thing, mm-hmm. what it means to most taxpayers, because you need to know what opportunities are available to you, what opportunities are now gained, and what opportunities are lost, because there are definite winners and losers in this thing. Yeah, obviously there are, and I think it's such a common topic of conversation right now that it's good that we're touching on this. I know we've talked about some taxes recently but that's the time of year we're in. But with the tax changes, uh, let's try to clarify, and I know you're going to help us uh, so we're not confused on this issue. Uh, This is an important topic right now, isn't it? It is, because right now I'm going to focus not on the 2017 taxes that are being prepared now. Pretty much those are going to be the way they're going to be. There's not much you can do about it at this point. There may be some last-minute tax things you can do, but pretty much the die is cast there. I want to look at 2018, there is just a dramatic set of changes. One thing the uh, omnibus tax bill did do as well is it gave the IRS $320 million more money. Does that make you feel good? Uh, yeah. 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 More Obviously. Money. Yeah. More but, money. Mo- yeah. But mo- most of that money for the IRS is to go adjust all the forms, the systems and sure. everything to uh, get ready for 2018. And that, that's going to be a uh, a sizable undertaking. So I can appreciate They gave them more money for customer service. There's a sorely needed area. Yeah. So it's really, you know, there's some very interesting stuff there. So some people have probably already noticed that their, their paycheck, their take-home pay has gone up. That's because of the change in the withholdings with the new tables for 2018. 
We're going to go through the changes, how that might impact, but people are starting to see it. About 90% of the people are seeing more money take home in their paychecks as a result of this tax change. Now, a few of the tax modifications aren't going to take hold until 2019. One of those in particular interest is the penalty for not having minimum essential coverage for the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare, whatever you care to call it. That doesn't go away. That's been repealed, but not until 2019. So if you're on deck for the penalty this year, you're still going to have that hit your taxes. So here's the benefit of of doing your tax planning now. You've got an entire year to prepare for and put things into place that will take advantage of the opportunities that you have under the changes and how it's going to affect your filing next year. You don't want to be looking at your taxes next March and say, oh, I really could have done some stuff to really help myself last year if I'd have paid attention. And right. that's really what we're trying to get people to do. Let's pay attention to it now. If you don't have a tax uh, professional, you might want to consider finding one. If you don't have a financial planner, I would strongly encourage you to find one, particularly one that's well-versed in taxes and how this is going to impact your entire financial picture. Now, we have to take a quick break, but is there anything you want to share with our listeners before we do? I do, Tony. With all the confusion and uncertainty regarding these recent tax law changes, It really can be helpful to go find a trusted financial professional, someone who makes it a priority to know the impacts and the effects of changes like this. Knowing the impact on your tax bill next year is one thing. Understanding how it's going to affect your financial life in the future is even more critical. Dealing with your taxes can be difficult, but it doesn't have to be. Visit our website at OutlookFC. That's Outlook, F is in financial, C is in center.com. Go to our Facebook page at Outlook Financial Center or give us a call at area code 937-552-9990 and receive our complimentary Tax Cuts and Jobs Act Summary Report. And as part of that, ask for our one-hour, no-cost, no-obligation consultation. We'll go over the report, see how it affects you, answer other pressing questions, because working with a financial plan and being counseled by a fiduciary planner like the ones we have here at Outlook Financial Center We'll give you the peace of mind to meet and overcome life's financial obstacles and ensure you pay Uncle Sam what you owe and not a penny more. All right. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Rob Burnett here on Financially Tuned. Are you confident in your financial plans? At Outlook Financial Center, we would like to help you craft a strategy with the right plan, process, and professional to help you through the construction of your financial pyramid, starting with a solid foundation. We will help you with the resources, tools, and understanding you need to be successful. To learn more and to receive your personal financial pyramid guide, visit outlookfc.com or call us at 937-552-9990. And now back to Financially Tuned with Rob Burnett. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Rob Burnett from the Outlook Financial Center and our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. Welcome back, Tony. All right, Rob. Great to be here. This is an important topic and I'm learning something today, which is always a plus. So I hope our listeners are as well. Um, And you've been giving us, you know, talking about this new tax reform. And I think it's so important that we understand this, right? It really is. And so in in the first segment, we we talked a bit about the tax reform from a really broad standpoint, discussing the goal behind it, a little bit of the background, but we're going to dig in a little deeper now. Sure. And and now that we know a little bit more about the backstory of it, maybe you could go into some of these changes that uh, might affect the average American. Absolutely. 
One of the most popular talking points of the new tax bill is that changing of the income brackets and changing of the marginal tax rates. Now, tax brackets refer to the specific ranges of income and the tax rates that correspond to those ranges. For example, someone may say, well, I'm in the 25% tax bracket. Well, there is no 25% tax bracket. It's now the 22% tax bracket. So a lot of those brackets have changed. They expanded the amount of, of money that's available in each one of those things. And marginal tax rates, you know, as you go up in income, you're going to hit a higher marginal tax bracket. And that's what we call the progressive tax system. The higher the income, the higher the tax bracket. Now, this just means that depending on your income, your tax, your income is taxed at different rates instead of just one rate. Interesting. Uh, it sounds a little tricky, though, to try to sort through all this. Uh, well, it is. And it was made, I believe, unnecessarily complex because this is your tax dollars at work. <laughs> yeah. But that's, I digress. But let's put it this way. Rather than having your entire income being charged the same rate, portions of your income are charged with varying and then increasing rates. Uh, the first portion of your income is only taxed at 10%. And then there's the next portion, only taxed at 12%. And it just steps up in that fashion until it captures all of your income. So the brackets for 2018 have been adjusted. Marginal tax rates have been cut. So almost everyone is going to have lower income tax rates next year. Not necessarily a lower tax burden, but lower tax rates. So not only that, but a married filers are going to see a change in their filing in the sense that the shift in tax bracket is going to remove what's an unintended tax penalty that existed when both couples were pushed in a higher tax bracket after combining incomes. So under the new law, they, they've amended the brackets by increasing those ranges that we talked about. There's more money at each tax bracket than there was before to alleviate the so-called marriage penalty. You ever heard that phrase before, Tony? Marriage penalty? Oh, yeah, I have. We're talking about taxes, Tony. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I just, I'm married, so I just assumed <laughs> you were talking about something else. There's definitely a marriage penalty. Oh, we oh, have some fun when, with when that. it comes to taxes. Okay. Comes to taxes. That's in fact, different then. In fact, if you go back many years ago, there was actually a form you filled out to offset this tax penalty. What we meant by that was, and I'll give you an example. I had a couple many years ago that he was a very successful engineer. He married a lady who was a very successful real estate broker. They decided to get married in the Cayman Islands and not report their marriage to the U.S. government because between filing married, filing jointly at the time versus each of them filing single, if they both filed single, they save $20,000 in taxes. That's what we mean by the marriage penalty. When you combine those two incomes, they push you up in those much higher tax brackets. And that's really what the law is trying to alleviate. So then they don't have people playing games with the tax system, trying to reduce their taxes. Now there's still seven tax brackets. We were, you know, originally the proposal was for three from president Trump, but we still got seven, but to hit the highest tax bracket requires a much higher income than previously. All right. And that's interesting. I mean, obviously um, there are a lot of ins and outs. Uh, what's the, what's another difference that you can tell us about with this new law? Well, another really important difference is the change to the standard deduction. Uh, with the new law, the standard deductions almost doubled. Now, if you're not familiar with the tax lingo, a standard deduction is automatic reduction in a taxpayer's obligation. 
For years, you'd have the opportunity to take either the standard deduction or you could itemize your deductions if your itemized deductions exceeded the standard. That kind of made sense. Now, it can be a hassle keeping track of all the things you have to have to itemize. There's documentations, there's thresholds. It's really a complex document. And under current law, nearly one third of all the taxpayers itemize their deductions. Now, in 2018, with this doubling of the standard deductions, it's expected that less than 10% of taxpayers will still have the ability and have a benefit from itemizing. So whether a taxpayer receives a financial benefit from this simplification is based on each taxpayer's situation. Mm. Now, now the tax reform bill also eliminated the personal exemption, which freaked out a lot of folks. Yeah, that's and, the that's, one that worries me. Yeah, that's the one that we're at. That's, that's the one that it deducts uh, taxable income for each person in your household, each dependent in the household. But that's gone. But there's a trade-off here we're going to talk about. Well, I mean, this sounds like it's getting a little confusing to keep track of, but I think I'm following you, Rob. Well, it's definitely complicated. Nobody said taxes were simple and straightforward, and if they had, they've never done one. Or they're not or or they're still living at home in the basement and don't have an income or a part-time job, right. one of the two. Right. Uh, they're still independent. In, correct. <laughs> But in summary, the bill did simplify part of the income tax, uh, the filing process, the documentation process. And so for a lot of Americans, the increase in the standard deduction will uh, more than offset the fact that they're losing that personal exemption. That's really what the plan was. So if if you're taking the standard deduction before, uh, this is a big boon to you're going to be a big winner in this deal in most cases. And so you're really going to be able to keep more of your money up front rather than having to hand it over to Uncle Sam then beg for it later in a refund. Uh, I see. I see the point there. So hopefully uh, this tax bill overall sounds like a good thing for the majority of Americans out there. And I really hope it, it works out that way. But you need to pay attention to how it's changing. And that's why this discussion is so important today, Rob. Now, unfortunately, we're out of time for this segment. Do you have anything else you want to add before we take a quick break here? I do, Tony. Uh, The goal here at Outlook Financial Center is to help our clients be financially secure and confident. We help people understand the tax filing process. We help parents, in many cases, grandparents as well, figure out how to pay for college for their kids and grandkids without sacrificing their own retirement. We help folks nearing or in retirement create a personal retirement income plan that ensures they don't outlive their money. All of that's impacted by the tax code. And so, Visit our website at outlookfc.com, go to our Facebook page at Outlook Financial Center, or give us a call at 937-552-9990 and receive our complimentary Tax Cuts and Jobs Act Summary Report. We would encourage you as part of asking for that report is to schedule the one-hour, no-cost, no-obligation consultation to go over the report, answer your questions, and see what we can do to help you. Oh, that sounds great. And listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of Rob Burnett from Outlook Financial Center here on Financially Tuned. Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Outlook Financial Center at 937-552-9990 or visit outlookfc.com to request your complimentary social security maximization report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. 
And now back to Financially Tuned with Rob Burnett. And welcome back to our last segment for this show of Financially Tuned with our host, Rob Burnett of Outlook Financial Center and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Today, Rob, you're talking about tax reform. And really, this topic is so current and so important. You mentioned the motivating factors behind it, why it was created, and then you ended up talking about those standard deduction changes, uh, which have a lot of folks worried, uh, but you explained that it's probably a good thing overall. Um, Now, maybe you could speak to us a little bit more about other changes that are coming with this new tax bill. Absolutely, Tony. One of the, the big changes is how the tax law deals with the child tax credit. You've got kids, so this ought to be, you, oh, know, yeah. you need to pay attention to this yep. one, Tony. Now, these things, depending on how much money you make, they do have phase outs and stuff like that. But let me focus on what most people are going to see. What they're used to seeing is a $1,000 tax credit for each dependent child in the household. Yep. Now, when they turned 17, that credit went away. They didn't get any less expensive to operate or to support, did they, Tony? <laughs> right. Right. In fact, maybe more so. More so. Now they're, and into now their they're 20s driving. Oh, yeah, absolutely. For a number of years yet. Yeah. So, but the new tax law actually recognizes that fact and does provide some relief. So, in 2018, the child tax credit will be doubled to $2,000 per qualified child. Woohoo. Yeah, you like that, yeah. huh? Yeah. Awesome. Now, here's the other good news. When they turn 17, that tax credit used to go away. You now get a $500 tax credit. Oh, okay. And as long as they're a full-time student and you're still claiming them as a dependent, you can do that all the way up to age 24. Because wow. right now, you, age 24 is kind of the 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 extreme for students in college claiming them as a dependent, yep. uh, education credits and all that fun stuff. So a lot of people are going to get tax credits that weren't getting them before, or they would ex- age out because they would get into their 17th birthday. So a lot of people are going to get it that couldn't get it before. That's really, I think, a good thing. Well, are there any other changes that we need to know about? Absolutely. Now, let's talk about the mortgage interest deduction. Everybody wanted to see that saved. Yep. Here's the problem with it. Once again, we talked about one-third of taxpayers are able to itemize their deduction. Typically, the biggest, from what I've seen in my experience, the biggest single itemized deduction was home mortgage expenses. So if you look at your itemized deduction, you include that, you include any state and local taxes that you paid, property taxes you paid, and that would get up over to the standard deduction threshold, which right now for 2017, for a couple married filing jointly is $12,700. Clearing that threshold was was pretty common. Now in 2018, that threshold is now $24,000. Wow. Not nearly as many people have $24,000 in itemized deductions. Right. So if you look at the mortgage amounts out there right now, here's the other edge of the sword. Your mortgage interest deduction may not get you above the standard anymore. So you don't get any additional tax benefit for having the mortgage. Yeah, that's got some people concerned, uh, particularly what kind of an impact is that going to have on the real estate market? Yeah, Because realtors sell the fact, hey, mortgage interest is tax deductible. It still is, but you have a much higher bar to clear before you get any uh, financial tax benefit for it. Yeah, yeah. So, same thing with your medical expenses. They they've lowered the threshold to seven and a half percent of your adjusted gross income. They'll allow you to deduct above that. But once again, you've doubled the standard deduction. Are you going to have that kind of medical expenses? If you are, you really had a bad year. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, so who's looking for that? So yeah, that mortgage interest deduction is, is particularly interesting. We're going to see how that plays out because they also capped uh, the amount of or the value of the home that you can deduct mortgage interest on. It used to be a million dollars, if not down to 750000 You can be grandfathered. If you still have a million dollar uh, home or whatever, you're still good. You don't you're not going to lose anything there, but you're just going forward. And that's really going to impact some of the higher uh, cost of living states. It really didn't affect where I'm living at here in farm country in Ohio, but it is going to impact some of the larger urban centers and some of the higher cost states. Sure. So you got to look at it on a case by case basis. Well, how is this going to impact you? That's where you need to have somebody who's going to look at it and say, here's how it's going to work in your particular situation. Yeah. Well, I think this is all good to know. Are there any final changes we should know about? Well, one of them has to do with the estate tax or as some politicians call it, the death tax. One of the things it's done, it, it's, it's, it went away for one year, and that was the year George Steinbrenner died, so the federal government lost a lot of money that year <laughs> Yeah, on that gig. Yep. But what they've done is they have uh, increased once again the amount of an estate, the value of an estate that can be passed without it triggering the estate tax. So what they did is they basically doubled the exemption again. It used to be about $5.5 million. Mm-hmm and 11 million per couple. Now it's up to 11.2 million per individual and 22.4 million per couple. Mm. So you've got to hit a pretty high bar now to get hurt by the estate tax. What this really did is a lot of family farms and family small businesses and stuff like that. They were, they were having to sell the business to pay the estate tax. It's going to rescue a lot of those companies from this, particularly the smaller ones. Uh, they still have a 40% tax rate if you go over that threshold, but that's just the way the numbers work out. Mm. Well, and, and I, I, th- I don't think I have to worry about that one personally, but, um, <laughs> you got to play to win, Tony. You got to play to I, win. I, I know. I know, Rob, we're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today? Well, Tony, I hope our listeners got something out of our show today and have a better idea of how the tax law changes may impact them. And so really you want to look beyond just what's it going to do to my tax bill in 2018 but how's this going to affect my financial life? How's it going to impact my ability to save for my kid's college, my retirement? Am I going to live the retirement I want to live based on how the tax codes are going to impact me in some particular way? So visit our website at outlookfc.com. Go to our Facebook page at Outlook Financial Center, or give us a call at 937-552-9990. Get that complimentary Tax Cuts and Jobs Act summary report. It's a summary. It's only 19 pages long, but remember, it's a summary. And as a part of that offer, we'll, get, we'll schedule that one hour, no cost, no obligation consultation. We'll go over the report, see how this stuff affects you. At the end of the day, Tony, regards to where we pick you up on your journey toward retirement, we want everybody to retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. All right. Well, thanks so much, Rob. Great show today. That does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Rob Burnett from Outlook Financial Center. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Rob Burnett at Outlook Financial Center. Call 937-552-9990 or visit their website at outlookfinancialcenter.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 
Rob Burnett and Outlook Financial Center are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.